Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ah, back again. So soon, I see. You must be enjoying the Halloween week with Wicked and Grim. Well, welcome. My name is Jacko, and for the next five days, I will be your master of ceremonies. We've heard two tales, both Robert the Doll and the 1911 Death Row baseball game. Both dark and twisted tales indeed, but Nicole has something much more in store for you today. A little bit more of a heartbreak mixed with a birth of a cult classic tale. Now let me introduce you to the ones who will bring you this tale, Ben and Nicole. Of course they're enjoying this shit, Jacko. I think so. I it's mean, Halloween week. It's Halloween week. They're getting wicked and grim seven days in a row. It's just pure epicness, really. Pure epicness. Pure epic. Um, but I have to do something that we haven't done for a while. Oh, yeah. And we're getting requests, actually. Um, because, because my sober October has put me aside. There's no <laughs> happening on here. Though this is non-alcoholic. This is just... A, a a big old iced tea, iced tea, mm-hmm. um, or or sweet tea for sweet the uh, the tea. southern southern folk down there. But uh, yeah, so it's non alcoholic, but we still get the out of this. I know I've not been like picking up the pace. There, no kidding. Have I? What the heck's wrong with me? You got to pick up the slack for me. I know I haven't been. Okay, soon I'll be tomorrow I'll be dipping back into my drinks. Tomorrow I'll be picking up the pace. Well, how's this going? <sighs> this is fun, hey. It is. It's a lot of work, though. It is a lot of work, but it's very <laughs> enjoyable, actually. It is. I'm having a blast. It's making... Okay. I I haven't been, like... Halloween's not... This isn't my favorite. Like, I've always been more of a Christmas. Yes. But this year, I'm, like, really enjoying Halloween. And I think it has to do because About of Wicked time. and Grim. About time. 100%, right? So... Because every year I'm like twisting your arm to freaking carve pumpkins, yeah. hand out candy or something. And this year I'm doing like a Halloween photo shoot. We're watching scary movies and I'm even like suggesting it. Yeah. You wanted to watch Amityville Horror tonight. Like it's. I'm just like, fuck yeah, let's do it's it. It's like pretty much a new me. Right? Look at this. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Woo. I'm loving it. Yeah, you are loving it. Yeah, I am. Okay. Also your woo was like perfectly on timing there. So I love that. <laughs> We're in sync, you know? <laughs> yeah. We must like live together or something. Yeah, we must be married or something. Something. <laughs> okay, so this is fun. Today I'm going to be talking about Mary Shelley. I don't know if that rings a bell. That rings not a single bell. I feel like it's not going to be ringing bells for people, but who knows? So Mary Shelley and her dead husband's heart. Ooh. That sounds kind of intriguing, does it not? Sounds a little twisted and 
twisted. Definitely intriguing. So who is Mary Shelley? Do tell. So she was born on August 30th, 1797. So fucking long ago. I don't even know how to say the date. (laughs) Um, And then she died on February 1st, 1851. So she's an English novelist who wrote the novel Frankenstein. Oh, shit. Really? Super cool. So I guess it was called Frank ba- Frankenstein or the mod- modern Prome- Prometheus. 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 Okay, okay yeah. I was like, shit, how do I say that? I'm trying to like recall how that was pronounced. <laughs> the look in your face, you're just, just like terror. Pure terror. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the creator of Frankenstein. And okay. I had absolutely no idea um, when I picked this case because I picked it for other reasons, the heart reason. And it just like fell into my lap how perfect it was. Oh, dang. I love when shit like that happens. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was super cool. So, Frankenstein tells the story of Vic. I feel like most people will know Frankenstein, but whatever. It tells the story of Victor Frankenstein, a young scientist who creates a sapient creature in an unorthodox scientific experiment. Creates a what creature? Sapient. Sapient? What the fuck does that mean? I think it's like sane. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Got you. Does that make sense that it would be sane, though? I don't know. Did I ask Sensible. you? Sensible. Okay. I was going to say, did I ask you a word that you're not too sure? Like one of those words where you can like use it in a sentence, but you don't know how to define it. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> I know what it means, but now I'm like, does that make sense? But Frankenstein, now I'm trying to remember exactly Frankenstein's deal. But I think I'm getting him mixed up with um that other green creature. The other green creature. What the fuck? Um, from like, uh, Avengers. The Hulk. The Hulk. <laughs> How the fuck are you getting those two well, mixed no, because, up? Because like the Hulk is like kind, kind of right. The Hulk. Uh, he ends but up Franken- being kind of Frankenstein isn't kind at all, is he? Like he's just a monster, isn't no, he? No, Franken Frankenstein is more kind. The Hulk. Oh, okay. The Hulk is not fucking kind. So he's I'm getting angry. them mixed up and shit. Okay, I'm thinking, I guess, of the Hulk before he's green, just as a person. Bruce Banner. <laughs> oh my god. How the fuck do you get Bruce Holy Banner, shit. the Hulk, and Frankenstein all mixed up in one pot? <laughs> okay, this is just. Anyway, okay, that's like Frankenstein, a roller coaster, man. Frankenstein was supposed to be. Um, or sorry, Frankenstein's monster. Doctor Frankenstein creates the monster, and his monster was supposed to be this monster but he was this kind gentle being. oh okay shit because it's actually been quite a while since i've watched like any frankenstein thing gotcha so okay so that would be that would make sense then that yes, word yes wow you just asking one simple question took us on the most <laughs> wicked and grim roller coaster that i think we've had yet <laughs> pretty much unless you watch <laughs> drunk wicked and grim because that's oh, all that gosh, is holy yeah that's like a little glimpse and both of us are completely like Oh, I had a small glass of wine. I've had a sip of iced tea that has no booze in it oh whatsoever. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so back to this freaking story. So Mary started writing the story when she was just 18 years old. Like, that's young. Like, no kidding. not the kind of shit that I was doing when I was 18. I wasn't writing this Frankenstein, like, amazing thing that was about to, to come to be. Not at all. I can't remember what I was doing at 18. You were dating me. Yeah, I think we probably would have been graduated in high school, or I think I would have been in college. Yeah. But yeah. So with the first edition being published anonymously, apparently, in London on January 1st, 1818, when she was just 20, 
Her name would appear on the second edition, which was published in Paris in 1821. She needs her name on that ship. Yeah, I wonder why she went anonymous at first. I know. I didn't even look into that. I just threw it in there, but I didn't look into why. Like, why would you, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's argued that Frankenstein should be considered the first true science fiction story. So like, whoop, whoop. Mary's like amazing. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like, I think this whole thing, like so far, I'm just like, she's freaking amazing. Um, so in 1816, Mary would Mary would marry. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just like reading that out, I'm like, that doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. So she would marry um, Percy Shelley. I think it's Shelley. Um, I should mention her maiden name was Mary uh, Godwin. And I never I should should have put that at the beginning. So Percy, Percy was a romantic poet. So he was also a writer good combo for the two of them then to get together i know because i was just like imagine like him percy being on like the bachelor bachelorette and that being his occupation like boom he gets snatched up instantly no kidding that's freaking desirable i feel like <laughs> apparently you need to start writing me poems and shit why i've already got you <laughs> no wow. need to impress now wow 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 love you yeah love you too in July 1822, Percy took his new boat on a journey. A journey that would not see his return. <gasps> oh, shit. Dun, dun, dun. As they were en route home, his boat was caught in a horrific storm. And unfortunately, Percy and his two companions on the boat drowned in that storm. Oh, dang. Like, holy frig. I feel like that would just be, like, terrifying. That's like the movie, A Perfect Storm or whatever. So Percy drowned in the boat? Well, he, like, he drowned. He wasn't in the boat, I don't think, but, like, his boat capsized and they drowned. Okay. They drowned. Gotcha. Which I just think would be one of the worst ways to die. Yeah, well, what? I'm also terrified of the ocean. I didn't say, I'm not terrified. I would go on the ocean. There's just, I don't know, that just seems so scary. There's like, some scary shit down there. Being in a boat on the ocean, just, like, being, yeah, I think we've talked about how we just don't want to go on a cruise ship, and that's why. So their bodies were not found until 10 days later. But they were found. Well, so they washed up on shore. Yeah. Okay. So they were basically unrecognizable. Oh, you yeah. can imagine what the sea would do to three deceased bodies. Well, and I think um, uh, water actually speeds up the decomp process by like three times or something like that. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So imagine like 30 days of a body on dry land is essentially equivalent to 10 days in Really? I wonder why that would be. Well. I wonder if it would be the same in salt as fresh. Well. So now, okay, you you gave me a good tidbit. Now I want to know more and you don't know the more. I don't know more. (laughs) That was just a little fact that I, and I don't know for sure if it's three times, but I know it's something along those lines. Well, it kind of like makes sense. Like they get like so bloated and just like pruney. Mm -hmm. It's a good visual. Absorbing the water and falling apart sort of thing. Yeah. That's a real good visual here. Delicious. So basically not pretty. Uh, Percy was identified by the clothing that he was wearing. That's basically how they went about identifying him. Oh, wow. I'm like, that's interesting. Hopefully he was wearing nice clothes. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. His body was cremated on the beach he was washed ashore on. And, ooh, I forgot to do the pronounce.ca or whatever, .com for this. And it was near, oh, I don't even know, Vague. No, I was going to, that sounds like Viagra. <laughs> Be, oh, I don't even know. Short how, okay, me, how me. would you, you pronounce that? It's a city um, in Tus- Tuscany, Italy. So it's an uh, Italian name. Via Reggio? Via Reggio? Via Reggio. Via, via Reggio is what I'm going to say. Via Tuscany, Italy. It's basically should have just know. should have just said some some place a small in, town <laughs> in Italy or something <laughs> on a beach in Italy. There we go. Okay, so now what is super interesting is when the fire was out and the smoke had cleared, nothing remained but bones, ash, and apparently, Piercy's heart. His heart. His heart. His heart didn't fucking. The burn. heart was preserved. So this is fu- this is wild. Percy had suffered from tuberculosis. Per- <laughs> oh my god, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Now I can't even say that. I've been saying that like, tuberculosis, and it is theorized. Oh my gosh, have another drink. I don't even have a drink. I bet you I probably pronounced it better if I was probably. Like. So, and it's theorized that the de- disease has had calcified the organ. Calcified his heart. Yeah. Really? That's just the shit that I found out, right? So his remains were gathered up, including his heart, and put in a box. Okay, so. And this is like, it's rumor has it, right? Like, I mean, like, it's a legend kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But let's just play with the idea for a second here. How the fuck would a calcified heart still be beating? It wasn't. No. Oh, okay. I went. I'm like, it's not beating in the pile, Ben. That's where I went. When he was alive with a calcified heart in his chest, yeah. How would he still be alive? Because how would he be was only like 28 or 29 or whatever when he died, so wow. he was like young. Mm-hmm. I just don't. So don't if know. that's the case, that like you would kind of even imagine how long would he have lived? You know, maybe part of his heart was calcified, and that part was still there. Because mm-hmm. there was like other reports and stuff that said it was still like charred. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think it was, like, this pretty preserved heart. Perfect heart, heart, yeah, for sure. Like, it was still had some damage to it, That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So, his his remains were gathered. Now, Mary, being a woman, apparently, wasn't allowed to have been at this funeral. And I'm not going to go into that. I just, that's just what it said, which I thought was really weird. Old-timey weird stuff. I know. Look how far we've come, eh? Not far enough. Nope. But, ridiculously enough... She was also not immediately given Percy's remains, but had to convince the holder, who was, I think, a friend of Percy's, to be given his remains. And I'm like, good Lord. Well, at least they were handed over. Yeah, he did reluctantly give them over to Mary. That's good. And rumor has it that the day she died, that up until the day she died, she kept his heart with her. Oh, dang. And I mean, okay, like in all fairness... Like, are you going to throw that shit in the garbage? 
Probably not, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, bury it with his remains, maybe? Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um, so what she would do, however, was wrap it in a silk bag and carry it around with her. Like on her day to day. Day to day. Wow. That's and that part's intense. a bit messed up. I can't really defend that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's odd. But may, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's an epic love story of sorts. The new Romeo and Juliet, perhaps. <laughs> you never know. I don't know. I don't know. When was Romeo and Juliet written? I have no idea. Do you want me to Google it? Probably before this, I would assume. Do you think? I'm Googling this. Should we know? I actually haven't watched that show forever. That show. I like how you specifically go right, right to, to the, the movie. movie. Not the book or the play or anything. Just, oh, the movie. I don't, this date premiered 1597. I don't know if that's legit, is it? Probably. I was Holy thinking shit, the 1500s. That's like way, way, way earlier. Way earlier. Okay. I don't know. I feel like in my heart, it's kind of like an epic love thing, but I don't know if people are going there, but I went there. So I, I would, I would say, I would agree she, with you. I feel like she like loved him. Yep. You know, well, clearly she thought he was an asshole. She probably wouldn't, she probably would have thrown in the garbage. Probably. So on February 1st, 1851, Mary herself would pass away from a suspected brain tumor. The heart not being with her at the time of her death. So there you go. At some point, she must have stopped carrying it around with her. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until a year later when Mary and Percy's son started cleaning out her belongings that Percy's heart was found again. It was found in Mary's writing desk drawer, alongside with hair clippings from their lost children and notebooks they had shared. Wrapped in a page of his last written poem was the remains of Percy's charred heart. Wow. Yeah. Wrapped in the remains of his last written poem. Mm -hmm. Holy a shit. A page of his last written poem. Yeah, his okay. last written poem was actually really long. I was going to read it on here. And I have I have a passage or whatever to read, but it's really long. So I just picked a short passage. Fair enough. Um, so that last uh, poem that he oh, this sentence doesn't make sense. I'm pulling a you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, so the poem that he had written it was about the death of John Keats, who was also a rom romantic poet who died from tuberculosis. So okay. I just thought that was just interesting that a little parallel there. Yeah. Like his last poem or whatever, a page of it wrapped his heart and it was about death kind of. And it was someone that had died from something that preserved his heart. Apparently, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. That is. Um, so yeah, that's basically the story of Mary Shelley and her dead husband's heart. And I wanted to finish off the episode with a passage from, from his last written poem. Um, being that they were writers and being that his everlasting heart was surrounded by these these words. I don't know if this is what page of the poem was, was surrounding his heart. I couldn't find that out. Um, but I just picked kind of a passage or whatever that I liked the best. All right, let's hear it. So the poem, and I didn't look to see. Here, uh, we're going to pause for one sec, okay? Okay. So the poem was titled Adonis. This is passage 10, and there was like 55. Holy shit. Is that be what you call it? Passage? Paragraphs? I don't know. So Verse it was, or something? Yeah. Maybe? So it was like hella long because at first I was like, I'm going to read this shit. But I was like, no, no one wants to <laughs> sit here for that. That would take me probably like an hour. Okay. So maybe yeah. Maybe Jacko should read it. Yeah. And ooh, 
People would listen to that. Probably. Okay, you ready? Yes, I am. Okay. Let's hear it. And one with trembling hands clasped his cold head and fans him with her moonlight wings and cries, Our love, our hope, our sorrow is not dead. See, on the silken fringe of his faint eyes, like dew upon a sleeping flower, there lies. A tearsome dream has loosened from his brain, lost angel of a ruined paradise. She knew not to to was her own, as with no stain she faded like a cloud which had outwept its rain. Wow. Like, I was like, he's really good at writing. That's beautiful. That is. Wow. So, yeah. So, this was like the tragic love story, basically, between these two and how she carried his heart around. And it, she just so fucking happened to be the creator of Frankenstein as well. I know. Which is also this tra- tragic love story because these two monsters are brought to this world. And it's, wow. I know. I just like, this is like an amazing story. And, I do have to feel, I feel like Percy, like I it, I feel like it's very evident how much Mary loved Percy, but I know like Percy had cheated on her mm-hmm. and I w- didn't even throw that in there. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, back then, maybe that was more accepted. I don't, I have no idea. I feel really yucky saying that, but it's like she, I think, because there was even one article I read that she had the opportunity, I think, to cheat on him. And, like, he even, like, was all right with it or something. And she didn't because she just couldn't to him. Wow. So Good I think – I feel like she really loved him. I think so. So it's kind – it's – I don't know. It's just a sweet, interesting story. And, like, the fact that she was the creator of Frankenstein I think is, like, dope as shit. And it's got that little, like, morbid macabre touch to it with the heart. Exactly. I wonder where his heart is today. If it's, like, oh, I in a museum or if, if anyone even knows where it is. Yeah. Maybe mm. they bury they could have buried it with him. I'm going to I'm going to assume they don't know where his heart is because if they do, they would probably be able to confirm like if his heart was calcified or what. Right. You know? If this is actually legit. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a cool urban legend though. I, I know. wonder if it's true or how much of it is true anyways because clearly some of it's true. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they existed and that she wrote Frankenstein and stuff is true. Yeah. So, Dang. Sweet. So well, that's thank you for bringing three. that story to us. That was epic. I know. I'm curious to know if like how many you have. Okay. When I put the post on Instagram, you're going to have to come and let us know if like people have heard of this. Cause I'm curious to know. Cause I, I thought that I was like a true crime junkie kind of person, but like, I'm not at all <laughs> from like just the, our listeners and stuff. I'm like, holy, I was like, not at all. Um, so I'm just really intrigued to know if this is something that people have heard and know of the story, you know? Yeah. Let us know. So let us know. And you can do so on any of our socials. All of those are in the description of this podcast. Boom. And I have a request from Jacko. Oh, I think Jacko should be the one that closes us out. And I think he should know what to do. <laughs> Stay wicked. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.